single or married or anything, if you were told, here is a, a proven system that shows you who your soulmate is, is mm-hmm. would you do that? Would you take that test? Would you do it? Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the latest episode of Since You Watched. I'm Yehuda Fink. And I'm Aaron Winch. We're here to discuss the best and worst shows available on Netflix. Each week, we'll dive into another series and give you our honest opinion. Is it a binge-worthy box set or a massive waste of time? Tune in each week to find out what we're watching. Episodes released each Tuesday. Don't forget to like, subscribe and leave us a cheeky comment. So let's get into it. One mm. is a TV series which came out um, in March of 2021, this year. And uh, it's based off a book written by John Mars of the same name. And uh, just as IMDb storyline writes here that the one storyline is, one simple mouth swab is all it takes. A quick DNA test to find your perfect partner. The one you're genetically made for. A decade after scientists discover everyone has a gene they share with just one other person, millions have taken the test desperate to find true love now five more people meet their match but even soulmates have secrets and some are more shocking and deadlier than others so that if you just read the storyline that's that that Mm. sounds really interesting which is i was suggested it uh by someone and they said uh uh, when when they actually knew that we were already started doing the podcast i said you you watch the one and and review it please Mm. and i think i started it that same evening and i watched it in a few days yeah. Um, it's a very, I actually would say one thing about this show, it's a very easy watch. Um, I didn't find myself finding it hard to 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 know what was going on and I, I, I could see that and, and there's not many episodes and they're not very long actually. I think there's about, it's about 40 minutes max and I don't think anything longer than that. Some of them are a bit shorter. It's a really interesting concept, which I think Black Mirror has sort of touched upon in some episodes, which is a really good show mm. in itself. Uh, but the concept of is there such a thing as a soulmate? And if there was, could we find it? Right? Yeah. Um, do you do you do you believe in soulmates? <laughs> I'm just wary that my wife will probably listen to this. Um, <laughs> well, I've, I've discussed this with uh, my fiance. Yeah. Um, I believe that there. I believe that there are people that are much cl- well. I believe that people are made for certain other people. I believe that from a spiritual perspective that there are people that you um, are naturally drawn to and people that, you know, you end up with is part of a, a grand master plan. I'm sounding a lot like a religious fanatic, but that's fine. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, you, be, you so you believe in like in destiny. You think yeah. when you're born, there is someone out there in the same time period as you, in the same era as you, who you are destined, you are supposed to be with. They, it's that one yes. person. You believe in this concept yeah, then? but I would also say that I also believe that that isn't enough and that to find a quote-unquote a soulmate, it's not just... This is the one thing, I get quite deep here, but it's not just about finding someone that you are meant to be with from a whether it's a genetic or a character trait perspective. It's the way that you work a relationship together and actually... You know, sticking together and and making the most of your situations that you're being put in, and and that's what I don't want to get too deep with it. That's what true love is, right? It's no, actually it's fine. I mean, the, that's the, the journey. If you single or married or anything, if you were told, here is a, a proven system that shows you who your soulmate is, is mm-hmm. would you do that? Would you take that test? Would you do it? It's, and and I think a lot of us would be quite quick to say, no, no, we wouldn't. You know, and, and 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 I think that's something that the show does touch upon. Um, there's one storyline in the show that touches upon it. So th- this concept is that it's 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 a future. It's supposed to be set in a future. It's a sci-fi. But it's really not. The world hasn't actually changed that no. much. There's nothing. I think techni- it's set in twenty. There's no sort of technological. Yeah. It's set in set in like it, it could be set today. Yeah. 
um, uh, uh, right now. And there's no sort of technological adma- advancements other than this, w- mm. the one. So the one focuses on mainly the, the lead character, you could say, is uh, Rebecca Webb, who is played by uh, the actress Hannah Ware, who I'd never heard of before. I think it was with a lot of these actors. A lot of them I didn't recognise. Mm. It was a couple that I'd seen in previous stuff, yeah. but... The particular lead, I'd never seen Hannah Ware in anything. And Rebecca Webb is the is the lead character, and she is the she's the CEO or something of of the one. Um, and we find out as well that she, with another character called James James Whiting, they are scientists, actually very smart scientists, very, very, very and 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 they work in DNA and microbiology. And together, they've come up with this theory that what if you could find the one and, and it delves into that and how she and how she and james came up to it and what's going on now mm. um so it focuses on her storyline and there's a few sort of secrets that she's got uh, that sort of start catching up with her and then it delves into about three or so other storylines um so it looks into a character played by zoe taffer who as well a, a lot of the actors in this show i i didn't recognize who plays a character called kate saunters who's a a detective in in the Met, and she uh, is investigating something. One of the past dark secrets of uh, Rebecca Webb, and she's also involved in, in the concept of the one. And then it focuses on a couple called Hannah and Mark Bailey, played by who I uh, uh, an actress who I thought was the best uh, of the cast called Lo. I want to say I'm pronouncing this right, Lois Shimimba. I think I'm pr- pr- pronouncing it right. Um, with a with a guy, with an actor called Eric Kofi Abrefa, who plays her husband Mark. And the really interesting storyline with that. This is a really interesting storyline. Um, her character Hannah takes her husband Mark's DNA and submits it to this uh, this technology, the one, to find out who his match would be because she's really she's really jealous you know it's, it's a jealousy mm. thing and that and that's that plays out into an interesting storyline um so there's a bit of like uh top level business sort of uh leadership arguing and it, the the concept starts off the first episode was very promising mm. and it looks into how the one works uh on sort of a normal level and also how the the people behind the concept of the one how their storylines are playing out and how it all sort of interlinks so yeah the first episode i was uh, was very promising and the whole concept is really good uh and we i watched it in just a few days uh and i think i recommended it to you to watch yeah. afterwards didn't i yeah you did uh and you watched it you, you, you took it didn't take you long to watch it no, it also took me it's under a week short. it's as you said it's about eight, it's eight episodes very very easy watch i don't think there's anything in it that you really need to focus there's nothing that's too complicated or you know it's not as though they keep introducing different characters and and you don't get much of a backstory you know there's a few flashbacks but it's very clear when those flashbacks are occurring um there's a few tv shows you might watch where it's sometimes not clear what when the flashbacks are and they've had to like change the the tint of of what's going on so that you know that they're clearly different or give them a different haircut but with this it's pretty pretty straightforward and as you said easy watch very straightforward great concept the idea of of being genetically matched to someone else as you mentioned i think it takes a bit of a leaf out of the black mirror playbook where it's a like a comment on society an idea um you know in terms of what does it mean what is true love what is your soulmates you know what what are the what are the world of dating apps has obviously taken off a lot in the past sort of 10 years and and this yeah. really does look at well what if we could go a step further than just you know getting a quick hookup in your area or someone that you've got a lot in common with what if we could promise you that from a scientific perspective this is a person that you'll be drawn to and have a great relationship with and yeah. that's that is a good concept and it's a really clever idea so, and i like that i mean uh, we're, we're already reviewing it it's interesting i think actually what we're doing now in a strange way because a lot of the, the all the other shows that we've done previously uh, have been around for some mm. time and have had lots of reviews. So actually, this is still a baby of a show. Mm-hmm. It only came out on the twelfth of yeah. March, uh, and we're, we're we're doing this uh, less well, less than a month okay. since its release. So it's almost like we're doing sort of a review of it um, that might affect, in a way, its ratings. You could sure. say. <laughs> um, but it's uh, but looking at the reception so far, it's had uh, on Rotten Tomatoes a reported approval rating of forty four percent based on just sixteen reviews, and with an average rating of five point three three out of ten. 
and the website's critics' consensus reads, too much plot and not enough resolve, let the one down. Mm. But its fun and flashy thrills may be enough to keep viewers entertained, at least for a little while. Metacritic reported a weighted average score for the series of 49 out of 100 based on eight reviews, indicating mixed or it's average reviews. And I would say, personally, I think this is a little bit generous. Um, and The more I watched it, the more I, I, I disliked this show. Uh, the first episode was really promising. Um, looking at this concept, thinking, okay, I, I, I was really into it. I thought this is really interesting. Um, I actually thought that the char- the lead character, uh, Rebecca Webb, was interesting at first. But then within a, about two or three episodes, I realized this is utter rubbish. Yeah. It's a really, really terrible show um, for so many reasons. So firstly, I would not necessarily recommend you that you watch it. I would only recommend for you to watch it based on this in, because the concept is interesting. The concept of what what would you do in a way? I, that's the question. I, I would say. If if I was if this existed now, what would I do? Would I would I go on it or not? And I think and there's a storyline that actually looks into it. Would you do it or not? And how it would affect lives. But I would say this is um, a, a very poorly executed show, yeah. uh, which is really disappointing. Um, my fiance says she read the book and says that the TV show is nothing like it. It's just taking off the concept. So. Uh, they've not actually copied the book. Uh, they just copied the concept from the book, and um, because she didn't, she didn't realize what was going on. She didn't recognize anything from the book itself, and, and she again also didn't enjoy it. It's a really, it's a poor show. I mean, I mean, since you, if you've watched this show, and you have, I would only recommend Black Mirror mm. to watch. How a science how to sci- actually do sci-fi show, <laughs> how to do sci-fi properly. Um, that that's really good. There is an episode called I think Hang the DJ. Yeah. That's the one uh, I've in Black Mirror about. which looks into the concept of dating. Yeah. yeah. Uh and that actually does that so well inside an hour. <laughs> like an hour it's an hour episode and this show has eight episodes and it does it really terribly and it's sort of like with this show it's sort of that the, they sat down they were like this is a really good idea but we're not going to copy the book we're just going to copy the concept and they wrote the first episode and they were like great and then afterwards they were like oh I can't be bothered for this. But it's like almost they were procrastinating mm. a lot. And it, it, it's really poorly written. Yeah, I agree. I don't know. Uh, I, I think you, you said that you agreed with this. You, you really didn't like it. You, you said to me you think it was utter rubbish. Yeah. Um, really dreadful well, show. You know, this obviously the podcast is since you watched. And, and you, years ago, you introduced me to Black Mirror. And I love Black Mirror. I think it's one of the best TV shows um, on Netflix at the moment. But... Yeah, I was quite pissed off that you <laughs> recommended me this because it was awful. <laughs> it was really terrible. I, uh, it was a really good idea as well. You sort of hooked I, me in by telling me what the premise was. And I was like, oh, that sounds great. And again, sat down to watch it, watched it within a week. And I would have, I, I, I mean, it was easy enough to finish it. But yeah, I think if I wasn't doing this podcast, I I don't think I would have bothered. It was it was terrible. Yeah, was I think, really I think it talks, yeah, sort of take this as a public service. Uh, announcement or just you know uh, we're doing we, we are doing a public yeah. service of, of make, just summarizing the show for you so you don't necessarily yeah. have to watch it if you want to watch it and then like join for the late for the latter half of this uh of this episode to um to hear why we, we really didn't like it and and, and and you will probably agree with us i reckon mm. um then, then do hang around but the, this is the, the problem with this show is that it, it's a great concept and like in our I think we talked about it in our pilot episode. Netflix has done this with a lot of mm. movies where they co- the concept is absolutely brilliant and they suck you in with the trailer or something like that. And then actually you realize that they didn't put in that much effort into executing it properly. Um, and it's not helped by some pretty poor yeah. acting. You know, it was set in London, but, you know, I couldn't really tell it was London. Was, was that, I don't know if that was the point, you know. It was de- clearly set in London, but they didn't have any of the the landmarks or I didn't get a real London vibe for it. It felt quite fake. Yeah. It's just, it's been commissioned for another season. Yeah. I mean, well, Uh, I think they've said that it's going to be another season. I mean, the whole, you can tell from sort of, as it was, says eight episodes from sort of episode six, you can tell they're building into a second season. Um, And that for me felt, has it been commissioned? Has uh, I'm not sure. I mean, it must be. They they didn't resolve anything and they left a lot of open, open bits to be sort of pursued in the future it it wasn't good i mean i think we should let's let's get straight into the spoilers because people shouldn't 
Yeah, we'll give you a yeah, spoiler. You, should, you shouldn't watch this <laughs> show anyway. So if you haven't watched it, just stick around and listen to us trash it. Um, if you have watched it, then also listen to us trash it. Let's just go for it because it there's there's only so much we can talk about from a balanced perspective. Here's the story. You should you know potentially listen to it. it, it this isn't a good show. <laughs> and um, I don't know if you disagree with that and you think actually it had some redeeming qualities. Maybe we could find some. And obviously that's part of the two up, two down. But... Listen, I, I think yeah, I, I can I, I can think of some people who would enjoy this show. Not people not you're friendly say, with, but uh, <laughs> not uh, some people that I'm friendly with who have got interesting taste in TV, um, who would still watch this after we've panned it. But if you if you do want to watch the one without, and you don't want us to spoil it for you, I would say this is the time to to go. Um, and you'll probably watch it very quickly and you'll probably be back listening to our podcast before you know because you'll have switched off. Let's go. Mr. Fink, your view of the show. What was wrong with it? And what, you know, tra- I tell you what, you're going to trash it, and I'm probably going to trash it. Firstly, what did you like yeah. about it? And then tell me what you hated about I it. I like the concept. I really like okay. the concept. The concept is what drew me in, and I think the concept is what might pull me back in to watch yep. the second season, if they if they do one. By the way, it's not been confirmed okay. yet. I don't think it's been out for long enough for them. It's not. I don't think it's... The thing that's interesting is that it's probably because of the poor reviews and also I wonder if that's affected its ratings. Mm-hmm. They usually announce within a few weeks after releasing a show that they're going to do another season. So I wonder if it's even going to make it to Well, this did not two. take Netflix by storm. Uh, it was very popular for a few weeks. It did not take... Yeah. It died very quickly. Yeah, it didn't take it by, uh, Netflix by storm at all. Well, the, the things that I liked about it was a, the, the concept which was ruined uh, and B, the, uh, the only thing that would really draw me back into storyline-wise is Hannah and Mark's mm-hmm. storyline. A, I think they're the only two redeeming actors uh, in the entire cast. They were actually quite good actors. Uh, both of them, particularly uh, Lois Shimin, but I'm really sorry if I'm pronouncing his name wrong. Um, but the uh, the actor uh, the actor who plays uh, Hannah, I thought was really, really good. Played her really well. Um, you know, played the sort of crazy kind of like You're, really yeah. nervous and jealous wife role really really well and I actually thought she was quite funny uh, she, she she's actually quite a funny character and the guy who plays her husband yeah. is pretty good but the rest of them I don't think there's a single other actor and there's some and there's one uh, one actor who I recognized I think he plays um the CEO I think Stephen he, uh, Moore yeah the guy who plays mm. the CEO yeah I've seen him uh Stephen Campbell Stephen Campbell Moore yeah. Stephen Campbell Moore, yeah, Stephen Campbell Moore, yes. Um, I think I've seen him in stuff before, yeah, in other plays, stuff before. Uh, well, you wouldn't have seen him um, he's in The Crown. And, um, right. I mean, he's married to Claire Foy in real life. Who, yeah, so, really? you know, and he's been in some other stuff. He's, I, 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 I think I, I've seen him in one film with Jason Statham. The Bank Job. What it's called. But, oh, that's it, The Bank Job. Uh, that's mm-hmm. a good film, by the way. It's a great film. Since <laughs> you watched that. Um, <laughs> that's a really good film. Um... Uh, but and even then, he, his 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 character. What's the point? There's really he's, not they much waste of a point him because to him. he's probably the biggest actor coming in, and his role is irrelevant. Yeah, you're probably right. I don't think there's anyone else that I recognised it at all. I think I recognise the guy who plays uh, um, Ben, uh, the the guy who the, who they murdered. Who this is the thing that I really didn't like about the show is that it's supposedly a murder. Like it's supposedly a mystery as to what's mm. happened. But it's quite obvious what's happened, <laughs> you know. It's like there's the bit where they're, where they're doing the memorial service, mm. and she's speaking. Rebecca Webb is speaking, and and it shows that she actually was the one who killed yeah. Ben. And we're like, it's quite obvious that she's the one who killed Ben, and we could have told you that from the yeah. first episode because they're going on about we did this, we did that, and well, you know, it's a flashback, and Ben isn't in the the, the present, you know, present mm. day sort of part of it, so. Uh, they, they do that I don't know if that was the intention of it but if they did put some sort of mystery to what happened to Ben in a way that would have been good but I think the only mystery that they try to see is why they got into a fight it's really really poor frankly I think the person who plays it, the detective character is, comes across quite more like like useless yeah. that she can't cl- close this case it's quite a clear and obvious case to close like <laughs> it's so easy yeah open and shut that's what it's so mm. easy 
and clear that they disappeared. They 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 live with a guy whose body has been found in the river. Um, you know, the only surprising thing, the only surprising thing is that she actually murders him, because they try to put, they try and suggest in the first place, don't they, that she didn't mean to kill him. She mm-hmm. pushed him, and then he and she was like, "Oh my god, what have I done?" But then, actually, when they drag him to the river, he wakes yeah, up, and doesn't she he? Pushes him in, and and what she does is she 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 yeah she still pushes him over. That's supposed to be the shocking bit, and it shows that she's actually like, you know, a really quite cruel and evil person. But I could have told yeah. you that beforehand. She comes, to, she she she's quite clearly a vindictive and a, a person. And but even then, her character—what is she trying to be funny at times? You know, there's bits where there's try they force sort of comedy into it. I don't. I did not understand what they were mm. doing half the time. The acting is dreadful. The, the lead, Hannah Ware, is not good. She's not interesting. Um, which was a shame because in the first episode it, it looked it looked like she was going to be interesting. Um, you know, a, a real issue that I had with this show is how convenient it was that pretty much the entire cast are reasonably oh you looking. mentioned this actually in passing i don't get what the problem is do you want to explain why you are upset that they're good looking so the problem I, it's not it's not that an issue that they're good looking it's that it doesn't make it interesting the storyline for me it's that you know firstly we're in 2021 you don't have to have everyone to be really good looking in, in a mm-hmm. show and also sometimes it's really interesting when you throw it into the mix the, the, the most interesting storyline in the one is Hannah and Mark because Hannah um, takes Mark's DNA to find out who it is and she goes and she manipulates this story and she pretends to be a friend with this uh, with the with the woman who actually is matched with him mm-hmm. who's called Megan um, and and it's quite obvious what's going to happen next as soon as they meet each other they're you know they're gonna feel this passion and I could have predicted as well that Mark was going to pick Hannah over Megan because he's, he comes across as just a really nice guy. Yeah. He wasn't going to do that. And also, she's I mean, he, he, like, he, like, he might yeah, be a I mean, soulmate. He does cheat on like, oh, dick. Yes, yeah. he does. He does. He does. And that, that is a very low point for him. But he still goes and makes mm-hmm. a decision. That actually, I made a mistake. It was a moment of impulse. But also, there's it throws in this. They try and spin this thing, which again, I don't like you know cheating and fidelity that kind of thing but it's almost saying that it's okay because you can't resist it you can always resist it can't you, you mm. can always yeah they, they well you know well, you the way they portray to, it is they try and make it okay yeah. to cheat it's like an it's an animalistic impulse. yeah they try and make it okay and it's and clearly it, you can get away from that impulse or maybe just having sex with her once was enough for him that he kind of knows what it's like and he can always go back to that moment kind mm. of thing, right? Because I think there is a scene where he is, it, him and Hannah are, are sleeping together and he's yeah. imagining Megan in his head. I think that was in the last episode. So that's the only interesting storyline because I think in the end, Megan takes Hannah's mm. hair and, and, and is going to send it to the one to, to get back at her and, and screw her over and yeah. ruin her life. Because it's very unfair on Megan, isn't it? Because she knows who her one is, but she can't be with them. Uh, that, that's the only intriguing storyline. The rest of it is really, really poorly done. It's really, really predictable. But the thing that I didn't like is that the fact that the people are all good looking makes the one really easy. Right. Right? It kind of suggests that if you're going to be matched with someone, they're going to be good looking. Now, I really want to know, and it'd be kind of comical and, 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 and interesting. So, let's say you're matched with someone and, and they're absolute train wreck <laughs> and they're really ugly or, or, or like, the you know, yeah. like, or, you know, they're a really horrendous person or something like that, you know? Because what, how, how would that work? Or there's a humongous age difference. Like, they're like a hundred in a wheelchair and they're, they're, you know, and you're... Like well, it 19. doesn't even have to be comical. It <laughs> you can know. actually be... Well, yeah, so, so we'll get into some of the things that I don't like in a bit. But, you know, for example, you could ask really good questions. So let's say there's um, a woman who's married and she has three children and her match is some guy who's got three months to yeah. live and she's a, a, young mar- a young mother. You know, what, sh- you know what, what do you do in that situation? You know, do you leave your your family and the person you're raising your children with to be with someone for a short period of time you know is there a concept of open yeah. marriages where you stay with the person you're married to but you have maybe an open relationship where you can spend some time with the one there's loads of interesting questions but apart from the hannah and mark story they don't really touch upon any of them it's dreadful it, it's really mm. just doesn't work the storyline with um kate and her girlfriend who's mm. actually married 
Again, that's also that's that's that, that's yeah. not interesting. It's just not an interesting storyline. And then they try, you know, actually she's responsible for her mother's death. What has that got to do with the story? <laughs> you know, what has that, it was what such has that a got to do with as well? Anything? I kind of felt like when she goes, it was, it was my fault, yeah. I killed her. It's like, you had an argument in the car and she died. It's very upsetting, but that's what it's been building up to. Like, it would have been far more convincing if she would have yeah. actually, <sighs> sounds really mean, if she would have properly killed her or have done something really terrible. Like, she had an argument and yeah. she made a mistake. It, it looked, okay. I was, yeah. Not good, but... Uh, the 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 actress who plays Kate is really mm. wooden, really boring, just completely uninteresting. Um, the character maybe it doesn't help that the character is supposed to be uh, uninteresting. <laughs> I don't know if the character is meant to be uninteresting, just, but know, yeah, you're right. It's a. Uh, I don't know. Maybe she's not. She doesn't come across like a particularly good no. detective as well. There's nothing going for her you know, at all. She's ve- like I said, very very wooden. There's not. Like, yeah, it's the acting generally is all really wooden. It. It looks like they're improvising half the time that they forgot their lines. It's really uncomfortable. I think the only other decent actor is the guy who plays James. Mm, he's all right. Whiting, who's Dimitri Leonidas. I've seen him in stuff. I have seen him in some stuff. Um, and he's he's okay. But but overall, it's it's really boring, yeah. predictable. Uh, I'd, I, you say, like, why is that an issue that they're all good looking? It's just, it's really convenient. And like, it, it's too convenient for me. I uh, what if he like? It's you like this is the one. W- look at them. Oh my god! Like they have no arms and legs. <laughs> like you know, like how's that gonna work? You know, like genuinely, uh, would that person mm. would it would it mean? Doesn't mean well, that the one doesn't work. That would have made that would have mm. been a really good question mark about is does the one only work if there's the person is well, genuinely attractive? Because all the people in the mm. match. Are, are, Your question is interesting because and this is a bit of a side point but that criticism that all the characters are really attractive was a was the same criticism that was directed at the american uh sitcom one tree hill i don't know if i call it a sitcom the american teen drama one tree hill and people said that because these characters are more or less played by models or very very attractive young people it's just not accessible and you sort of watch it and you go okay well that's what their life is like but I, I can't, you know, unless you look like that, you don't relate to it. So you're right in the sense that with this cast, they don't really make it, as you said, there's no challenge. It's kind of like, you know, oh, you get matched to this beautiful, interesting person that you have a lot in common with. It's like, okay, well, yeah, that is really easy. But, you know, there are you know, 70 million people in the UK, right? About 8 million people in London or there or thereabouts. I'm sure that there are enough people you could get matched with that perhaps, you know, are not super attractive and are not necessarily really nice and have everything go. There's a lot of not nice people and there's a lot of not attractive people. And it would have been interesting, as you said, for someone to be uh, yeah. in a relationship with someone that they've got a lot in common with and is very attractive. And they get matched to someone who is conventionally unattractive but the person realizes actually i'm attracted to that mm. kind of person i didn't realize I, I quite like someone that isn't a conventional style of beauty rather than the the partner that ticks all the boxes yeah you're right mm. beauty's in the eye of beholder and stuff like that yeah that's really like lovely or whatever but it, it, the, the show is just too yeah, it's too convenient for this show it's like it didn't stretch itself it didn't try and stretch itself at any point this show and it would been really interesting to see a side point where one 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 of the matches is someone matched to someone. Let's say a supermodel is matched to Pierce, like, Pierce Morgan, someone who is just. <laughs> use him. <laughs> he's probably going to block. Yeah, he'll Twitter, probably yeah. Put block us or something now. But you know, but you know, you know, linked to someone who really is unattractive. Like that would have made it possibly interesting. Mm. You, you know. That would have possibly always, made well, it interesting. They flirt with that idea because when they, they when um, when Hannah speaks to Megan for the first time, Megan talks about what her ideal man would look like, and I'm pretty sure she says he'd have to be athletic or, you know, he can't be podgy or something. And she feels relieved because Mark is a little bit overweight, I suppose. So, overweight, you know, yeah, he's not. A, he's not. A, not. A, no, no, not I know that. But my point is, they he's, flirt he's, with that idea, but they don't really. Yeah, it, they just don't go go for it. They're like, no, we'll, we'll, you know. They kind of flirt with the idea, but we all, 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 I know a lot of people say that they have a type or whatever, but you don't really know who you're actually getting ma- ma- matched up with, right? You don't really have an uh, actual build exactly who the person that you're going to end up with is going to look like. 
right? You know, you're attracted mm. to a different kind of person every time. There's yeah, no two of the same people. I don't really think people say they have a type. It's usually coming from some sort of other issue that they have in their past. You know, yeah. probably. <laughs> you know, uh, you know. I, I don't believe in someone who says I only like blondes. I'm like, no, right? That's not that. Um, so I don't know. I thought this show, this show, was a real wasted opportunity. Only one interesting storyline. There was just some weird storylines brought into it. The actors weren't even good enough for soap operas. Seriously, like really poor acting. Looked like they were reading off yeah. off uh, off some pages in the corner, your know, cue cards or something like that. Um, it was really, really weak. Really disappointing. Even the guy, the the bald, oh, David strange Cooper. bloke. Mm. They wasted him. Yeah, that was, was lazy. What? That was really lazy. You know, that was such a lazy. And like he walks into. There was a the bit where he he walks. Does he go he, into her house? It's not. It's not clear. But it, it looks like no, he, he doesn't. He's outside. Like he's stalking outside her house. But yeah, he he's an example he of really lazy writing where there's a creepy guy holding a sign at the beginning, and you sort of think, oh, what's going to happen? There must be a really interesting story there. And then after a while, it's like, oh, the story is that his I think his wife left him or something, and he can't see his kids. That's it. And then he's always being a bit creepy. You think maybe he's going to break into the house and actually do something. And then in the last episode, they use him to kill off Mateus. That's it. And then he goes to jail and he gets killed. It's just, it's lazy. There's no character. I I didn't care when he got killed. I also didn't care when he killed Mateus. It was just, he wasn't a good character. It was supposed to be, yeah, suggest that, you know, I think leading into the next season, Rebecca Webb is now a super villain. Yeah, but it's, you know, yeah, it was a super. Even her henchman can't even t- shoot James. Like mm. that was a weird scene. Was that supposed to be funny? Yeah, it just wasn't funny. It's just really mm. poor writing, lazy writing. I didn't really see the point of it. Um, they completely ripped off uh, Breaking Bad <laughs> with uh, her brother, the, the, oh, the dying brother, from overdose, the heroin yeah. uh, overdose. <laughs> completely, yeah, completely ripped ripped off of uh, Breaking Bad, and just again predictable. Mm. I didn't. I didn't like. Not even that. I well, didn't like well the fact shot. that Rebecca told. Mateus that she killed his brother I think she should have kept that I don't think that reveal made it like I don't know there was something about that reveal that just made it feel as though like what okay like she lies and then she tells him it was her and there's no consequence because then Mateus dies like it's there. it was very very you're right it was lazy um, I actually have five reasons that I thought it was terrible <laughs> so we've covered a few of them so I'll just touch yeah. on the first one is that the premise wasn't properly covered so the reason as you said it's interesting is because there's a good premise the idea of being matched to someone the idea of soulmates it's not about that it's about a murder mystery right It's it, that's the story <laughs> yeah I was so what interested was in the premise and it wasn't about the premise so what's the point <laughs> No, it's, it's not just, even and a exact, Well, okay, that's, that's my other point. So my second problem is, it's a murder mystery, but in the first episode, you know who dies, who killed him, <laughs> and the, you know, the, the big reveal is, oh, he fell off of a roof, <laughs> and then he got pushed into the, into the river. That's the reveal, but the person who killed him isn't a, isn't a shock, because you know it as soon as you see her, and you know it as soon as they dig the body out. So it's the so actual obvious. murder mystery... The way a murder mystery works well is when the audience don't know who done it and you follow the detective trying to figure it out. If the audience knows but the detective doesn't for eight episodes, all you're watching is an idiot trying to figure out what you already know. It's bo- it's just like <laughs> yeah. we're all shouting at the TV like it's obviously her. Figure it out. <laughs> it's just not even that hard. It's that, it was all this really like there was this really really weird stuff. It's like. Obviously, no one's embarrassed anymore. Do you know the bit where she like leaks oh, a video, God, so a sex weird. tape of the detective, and like she, she sort that that was just brushed over. It didn't actually make a difference, didn't it? She didn't care. But she didn't lose her job. It didn't actually stop the investigation. She didn't care. She was like, "Oh God, got to explain to Dad." Oh, oh, really funny. I was like, "If you're going to do something like that, then it yeah. needs to actually impact the plot and, and make a difference." And, and, and really throw the detective off and maybe, you know, it might have been interesting, you know, it's the classic thing with the detective ha- hand in your badge kind of thing mm. and they still carry on doing the, uh, uh, the uh, doing the investigation off, off the job. That might have made it slightly more interesting, but, you know, or maybe Rebecca screwing with the map. That would might have been interesting if Rebecca actually screwed with Kate's one mm. thing. That might have been interesting if she can show that actually... There isn't such a thing as the it's one. It's, it's it's Rebecca Webb. Yeah. That might actually be interesting, and maybe that's what they were trying to suggest. No, I don't. I they don't didn't think do it, it very well. 
Um, and maybe that's again they're, they're trying to lead it. To, if there aren't enough clear mm. paths to season two, aren't well, they? season they really two are. will probably be about um, them still trying to find if still I don't trying to convict happen. Rebecca Webb of the murder of Ben, and I think that it will be about um, Hannah's. Is it Hannah? Yeah, about Hannah's the Hannah's match, um, and that'll be it. But look, that was so. Is the first. The third thing I didn't like about it was that it was extremely predictable. So as I said, first episode, you know that Rebecca killed Ben. I, as soon as I saw her within the first, I think, five minutes when she kisses Ethan, her husband, I said that he's either a robot or he's gay or it's a sham marriage. You just knew it straight away. Yeah. Very, very predictable. Well. It was predictable that, that well, yeah. um, you know, like just everything was predictable. There was no surprises. There was nothing that was like really interesting or like well done. So that was a problem. My next problem is that it's the as you said the acting was really poor i think the characters are awful there were also a lot of things that we just sort of took for granted so one of them is this david cooper character that doesn't really say anything nothing really happens he almost acts as a deus ex machina at the end where he just kills Matthias out of nowhere like mm. you know yeah. what's he doing yeah. and then he goes to jail yeah. and then he just dies like it was it was just you know nothing really happening none of the characters develop i think there's a moment which sums up really well which is when kate who is the detective she finds out that her match is a woman and the person she's with is like, Oh, are you, you know, I, that's interesting. And she goes, yeah, I guess I've dated women before. I guess I'm a lesbian now. Like I'm not an expert and I know you're not either. I know that sexuality is a spectrum and, and Jesus. you know, but I saw that. Oh, I get, you know, not, it was so wooden as well. Like if you've dated, if you're bisexual, if you've dated men in the past or women, whatever it might be, then fine. But to be told, Oh, your soulmate, by the way, it's, a woman and for her to sort of shrug it off as if it's like okay i guess you know okay that makes sense like that was an opportunity to really look into you know questions about sexuality questions about gender like what do you do if you are a married person that that finds out actually that they're one Maybe, the person they're meant yeah. to be with is of the same sex or the same gender and they realize oh i guess I'll, I'll, you know I'll, I'll i'll yeah okay okay i'll counter that though Maybe it's set in a period where it doesn't matter, and you can just switch. And like, not like, like it's a not not like it's a decision. It's not a decision, but like, okay, I'm a lesbian. Fine. Oh, okay, cool. It's not a big. Um, and maybe they're trying to set it in a, in a, in a world where sexuality right. it doesn't. So matter it looks like what, it is. It really doesn't matter how who you're mm. attracted to, and it's not a big deal anymore. It seems. Which yeah, I, I don't know. I, that's a fair point. That I mean, is the aim of a world in the in the future. We don't want it. Look, to be it is very. Deal. It is fluid, and I get that, and that does make that makes sense. But my point is, is that. I don't think then the friend would have been like, oh, yeah, I, isn't that, I you agree. know, because the friend seems a bit weirded out by it, but she doesn't. She's like, oh, you know, I've dated. It, it was just my point is, is that those sorts of things where the characters weren't didn't they didn't look invested in the story. Um, I didn't believe. I don't know about you. I didn't believe Rebecca's chemistry with Mateus. I didn't see it at all. There was oh, no chemistry was, there. It was rubbish. Um, it's just it was it was utter rubbish, and, and, and you know it didn't. She could have come across mm. as a bit more vulnerable around yep. him. She just didn't enough, and yeah. it, it, because the acting is so poor, not because well, the it's those, both those things, the poor acting, acting and the, yeah. I'm sorry, the actress yeah. Hannah Ware is really also, poor, really poor. In this. I think this is an important it's just point. Not and you sort of touched upon it, but if you watch a season of of something or eight episodes, you want to feel a sense of connection to the characters. And apart from Hannah and Mark, I could not give a toss what happens to any yeah. of them. And even with Hannah and Mark, after yep, a while, I was a bit great. like, okay, like I hope they stay together, but if they break up, then fine. But then there's another character, as you as you said, played by Stephen Campbell, more called Damien Brown, who is with a prostitute or an escort, I believe, for the majority of the season. Irrelevant to the story. If he wasn't there, you wouldn't notice. It's just not used properly. Yeah. As I said, I think he's one of the biggest actors in there. It's it's literally just a way to for us to find out that actually she she'll just sell yeah. news just... to anyone who pays her and like yeah that was that again that was predictable again also getting Mateus to record on his phone <laughs> Hannah uh, Rebecca Rebecca sorry Rebecca speaking like what, what that was just like really cheap mm. lazy writing nothing particularly not trying to really catch her out it, it, they kind of made Rebecca would come across mm. a little bit stupid and naive, and she's not. She's supposed to be really smart. Yeah, they can't make their she mind. She doesn't up come across it, smart that's enough. Very clear. As you said, at some point she's trying to be funny, but she isn't. She's not a. She has no comedy timing. So it's yeah. just you're right. All of those things I think make it really poor. And the the final point I would say on this, uh, the real thing that upset me is the fact that 
as I said, we're big fans of Black Mirror, and as you said, the episode "Hang the DJ" is a really good episode that looks really well into what does yeah. what how do relationships work and was you know what does a soulmate mean all that kind of stuff and and this was clever right the idea is really clever this had the potential to be as you said like a black mirror episode in the form of a season and it just totally really bombed. Cool. It didn't do any of that it wasn't about that as i said it was about a crappy murder mystery with unlikable characters that didn't touch upon the premise if it would have spoken there's a few ways it could have been better and one of those ways I think would have been, okay, obviously to get better actors, but would have actually been to really look at some of those questions that we've been talking about in this podcast around, you know, what does it mean if you get set up with someone that actually, as you said, isn't really your type and is quite antithetical? What, what would you do, for example, if you got, let's say you are a diehard Republican, a, a big pro-Trump guy, and your match is a girl who, um, you know, is a staunch Democrat who hates Trump, really like, never Trump, one of those sorts of people. And how do those two people come together? And, you know, similarly, what, what do you do if someone, people of different religions, different faiths, different cultures? What do you do about people who are in happy relationships versus, you know, unhappy relationships? There's so many things you could have done yeah. there. And I would have liked if they would have, I think we spoke about this, have different stories, different sort of side stories and have them come together in some way and, and watch yeah, those. Have you seen yeah. the film Requiem for a Dream? unbelievable film but the oh, best scene I don't want to ruin it for those who haven't seen it but the, the bit at the end there's all these different characters who are going through different forms of addiction and, yeah, and they don't I mean they all do sort of go through yeah. very similar um, sort of things right? they don't, none of them really beat the addiction in the way you'd want them to but it'd be interesting to see let's say four or five different stories where the characters either choose very different paths or they all choose the same thing and they basically all either surrender to the one and the concept of matching or they all decide that their love is stronger something like that would have been really interesting and a really good conversation yeah it they they, they focus i agree with you i think what, what i would do to improve it it would be there was too much focus on the characters yeah. rather than the concept and if they and, and and it wasn't about the company the one it was more rebecca webb and i actually think if you focused on a conspiracy theory almost in a way about how the one works, that would have been even more interesting. That if you make us believe that the one works, mm. but then you throw in little nuggets that make you suggest actually maybe this is all fake and it's actually Rebecca Webb and her team, you know, actually just just ran either randomly assigning because maybe maybe you realise that actually, you know, only you know, is it is is it because you are told that uh, you're matched with someone that you find them so attractive and irresistible? Mm. Or is it actually something there? And they tried to suggest that it works without yeah. knowing the whole thing with Mateus, right? But let's be honest, Rebecca Webb is a reasonably attractive woman. She's an attractive woman and she comes up to you and starts flirting with you. You know, you're going to think that there's some sort of connection. Connections can be built very quickly um, and disappear. It's actually like um, in the show Stissel. Okay. Um, which we discussed. It's really it's a really good quote in season three, where one of the where, where, because they're ultra orthodox and they look at relationships past the the physical and the uh, and he says like the early and the guy says the father says listen like the way that the gen the rest of the world sees relationships is that it's this sort of steam and this and this sort of passion mm -hmm. and energy. He says that runs out very quickly, you know, and, and, and relationships are built off something even more than that, right? And you can have that first, that feeling with a lot of people, which is why so many people go through a lot of different relationships before finding that one. And the one that, that actually they get past that, that first real exciting two, three months period, or, or it could be a little bit longer, or a little bit shorter. And, you know, it, the, the fact that Mateus like really falls for Rebecca in a way doesn't prove that the one actually works for me, you know, and, 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 and Mark uh, uh, as well falling mm. for making, he's like, do I know you kind of thing? Like, you know, you know, he's told afterwards that that, that she's his match, right? Yeah. Megan's an incredibly attractive woman, and and Mark is uh, is really peed off with his wife. You know, I can understand that in a way. Um, as well, like, you know, it's quite clear that uh, Kate is not uh, a lesbian or, or or straight. I think she's probably bi because she she also has this passion for right. for the twin. For, for her Sophia's twin brother, which suggests that maybe the one is actually flawed. Actually, yeah, but that's that's a question that just is. Uh, that's so a question. There's that a couple of things that they could have built of. That's my point. Like at the end, I think she asked. No, doesn't she ask? It, um, it's really she asks poor. Alex. Oh, could you have more than one match? And he sort of fobs off the question. Like, and then he says to Rebecca afterwards, "Oh, someone asked about could you have more than one match?" And 
they sort of talk about it a little bit, but it's you're right. It's a good idea. Yeah. Just, yeah. You know. I think it's such they're, they're hinting it towards season two. It would have been I thought like for example the opening scene in the first episode is is really boring, predictable. Oh my god, new C- a CEO doing a presentation with a mic stuck to them like welcome like you know we've seen so many of those things it was i would have been really interested if they did something with like david cooper so having his wife just leaving so for no reason do you want to know what i or think something like that would have happened if it would have been black mirror interesting they would the same rebecca would have been giving that speech yeah. and in between when she pauses it would cut away to different scenes like the david cooper one and it would cut away to different people and it would be much more dramatic and you would see that's what Black Mirror does well. It would contrast those two things, and it would show you the contradiction between what she's saying and what's actually happening. When she says everyone's going to be happier because of this, you'd see people leaving their partners for someone else, and it, that that's how you. That's the small thing that we're literally talking about on a podcast. Neither of us are producers, or directors, that you could do to make it a better show. Yeah, and uh, it'll be interesting. I mean, I haven't read the book. I wonder if it's any good. Uh, It'd be it'd be interesting to see that maybe the the one itself as a concept isn't you know flawless, which is what they seem to suggest is that if you get matched with someone, they are definitely your match. You know, is it actually a conspiracy theory that actually the company is is doing something to manipulate you, or actually is it just not a hundred percent and actually more like I don't know eighty percent and there are flaws in it and there just aren't enough things in there and it foc- again what we said is it focused way too much on the wrong characters. And and forgot the storyline. So, um, yeah, we are. I would, uh, uh, yeah, we, l- l- I would say let's do two up, two down. Oh, God, we've just uh, crapped on the uh, show for the past <laughs> hour. <laughs> no. So so we wouldn't, again, no. we wouldn't watch it again. I wouldn't necessarily recommend it. Uh, we, we've kind of already made that clear. I mean, two up, two down. We, we've done this for a few episodes, uh, and we're going to do this episode. Every episode is that uh, we say two things that we liked and two things that we didn't like about the show that we watched. So, uh Wunch, would you like to? Are there, are there actually two things that you found that you actually kind of? Yeah, liked? Uh, am I going to steal yours? So I the, think the one we, thing I, I liked say. was um, no, I liked fine. Hannah and Mark. I think they were a good couple. I think they had good chemistry, and and like we've said, they yep. were good actors. Um, and I liked their story. That was that's my one up. Is that I really like them. The second up is the idea of matching and the premise. It's again, it feels a bit like a broken record, but I I really did like that idea, and I wanted to see it explored. My two down, I'm not going to say any of the five or six or seven things that we've been discussing for the past hour. One of my downs is the fact that um, you never actually find out entirely how the one and the matching system works. You sort of, it touches on it, but you know how sometimes if you watch a Marvel film, they talk about the science and they go into way too much detail and no one really knows what's going on. Yeah, they, let's that would have been really. See, oh, maybe it works with exactly ants. how they did well, it. Have you actually? Let's see the experiment. Like, what does that mean? What's the <laughs> like, what? Oh, ants can find soulmates. Okay, well, sure. Like, what the hell are you talking about? Oh, also, yeah. the most hipster scientist I've ever seen. That James is just like the sort of guy mm. who just sort of like chills out in Camden, but in the spare time, like, yeah, I, ma- I, yeah, I make I mean, pairs. With and ants. then, <laughs> oh god, and the other down is. <laughs> Um, yeah, the big reveal at the end of the season, which is that he fell off of a roof and then we pushed him into a river. It was just such an anti-climax. <laughs> just like, uh, okay, thanks. So yeah, those are my two up two down. What about you? Yeah. Um, so my so my two positives uh, for this are um, the dog. <laughs> James's oh, dog. Oh yeah, good shout. I forgot his like cute dog. <laughs> That's yeah. why I'm struggling to find. The dog's nice. The dog is nice, and his house is actually really nice. So James's house and dog are positive. And the other positive, the other up is uh, Lois. Uh, again, I really apologise if I'm getting this wrong. Pronouncing it right, Shimimba. Um, and uh, I think she's a really good actress, and I think she's the only. She's a, a slight golden 
you know, light out of that. Really, really good. I would watch. I would watch her again in something. I'd enjoy to watch her again. And the two downs. Uh, I've, I've, I've touched on this before. I, I think it's just a bit too unrealistic and a, and a wasted opportunity uh, that everyone is conveniently good looking yeah. um, uh, for this. I just think it would have been interesting if they were flawed personality, more than just flawed personalities. Mm. Even it was, there were clearly something wrong with them that conventionally we don't we don't accept in society. I like your yeah. different religions or sort of thing. That would have been really really curious. No one seems to be religious in the show, by the way. No mm. one. There's nothing. Yeah, you don't know anything about them, so you're not invested in them at all. Was it was really plain, really, really plain. And the other uh, negative Mm. is the acting. The acting overall was really wooden, really, really poor, and uh, just a complete waste of time. So, if you were to give this a star rating out of five, I'm going to be really. You know, I'm going to be harsh because I sat through eight episodes of this and feel like I wasted, you know, close to seven hours. Uh, I'm going to give it half a star out of five. I think there's one redeeming part of it, and that is Hannah and Mark, but they're not strong enough to carry the whole show. So, yeah, yeah, I don't agree with watch. You. I would give it half. Don't a star. watch it's the really one. Really, really that uh. bad. Uh, we wouldn't, wouldn't recommend it. I, I saw re- someone wrote a review that they basically panned it. They ended up giving Very it three generous. out of five stars. I thought that was a bit generous. Um, but it's just a, ve- it's a really poorly done show, a really poorly executed show. If you want to watch it, give it a go. Um, but I think we've covered it enough. There's, there's nothing interesting about it. It's a real missed opportunity. I reckon most of well, us... Well, you and I have basically said how we would have made it gardens. a lot better, so um, we're here. Netflix, call us up. We'll we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll we'll do season two, but I have a feeling season two is not mm. going to get... I, the fact that they haven't announced it tells mm. me it's not, it's not looking good. Uh, the mixed reviews are not looking good for it. So that was our review of The One. I hope you you enjoyed that. Uh, really, us completely agreeing on the fact that we absolutely couldn't stand this show. Uh, please don't forget to follow us on social media: Twitter at Since You Watched, and Instagram at Since You Watched Podcast uh, to uh, hear some snippets, to hear some of our musings, some of the questions. We like to uh, interact a little bit with uh with our fans and our listeners. And uh, we will be returning next We're reviewing week. Afterlife reviewing Afterlife, Mr. Wunsch. the Ricky Gervais. Netflix original, which is two seasons. Um, We are available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Radio Public, Google Podcasts, Breaker, and Pocket Casts. Make sure to give us a like, subscribe, leave us a comment if you like. As uh, Mr. Fink said, please do follow us on Twitter and Instagram to make sure that you keep up to date with all the latest news. (laughs) 